Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Table. I'm your host, Jonathan Moody, and my co-host, Laura, is calling in in a little bit. Um, but before we get into everything, I just wanted to like make a little announcement. Um, it looks like Frights of the Roundtable will be taking a break for a while. I don't know how long. Um, not sure when we'll be back or in what way, but we're kind of approaching our free quota here at uh, Blog Talk Radio, so we're hoping we get to about episode 50 before it cuts us off. Uh, we're at episode 43 tonight, which is pretty cool. And uh, this is almost uh, April 2nd will be its fifth-year anniversary. So that's what we're planning on doing is uh, having, like, a fifth-year anniversary and kind of ended on that. That would be really cool. So hopefully on the 50th episode, on the fifth anniversary, that would be awesome. Um, but uh, in the meantime, uh, after, you know, right after it's, it ends, we're going to start a new, brand-new show on Thursday, April 5th, the show is called All About Acting, and um, my co-host, Laura, has agreed to co-host the show, um, and so we're really excited about that. We have a fantastic composer who worked on the on like um, a few themes for me before, Michael Trapp, working on the intro music, and we also have a Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all dedicated to All About Acting, um, so please go to the Twitter, is All About Act Pod. And Instagram, Facebook is all about acting podcast. Uh, and check it out. Um, but uh, until Laura gets there, I did want to um, uh, introduce our um, uh, guest uh, for tonight is uh, uh, Rachel Amanda Bryant. How are you doing, uh, Rachel? Hi. Hi, everyone. It's going? Uh, yeah, it's going good. Um Sadly, yeah. Laura has uh, some uh, technical difficulties right now with her phone, so she's going to oh, try okay. to call in as soon as she can. But um, until then, uh, I wanted to start this off by asking a question that I normally ask for a lot of people. But um, you know, how did you catch the uh, first catch the acting bug? Well. Um... I was in a play my sophomore year of high school through the community theater of my uh, town that I grew up in. It was called Anne of Green Gables, based on the famous young adult novels. And I played Anne's best friend, Diana. And from that moment on, I just knew that that's what I wanted to do with the rest of my life. It was just so much fun. And I was meeting all these people, and it was very... Um, 
it was just a, an awesome form of storytelling, and I brought this story to life. I helped bring it to life about these other people. It was a great sense of community, an awesome way to learn and grow. Yeah. Now, uh, you played like a, the, the friend, you said, of it? Like, yeah, the what friend. Was it about, yeah. What was it about? Like, how old were you at the time? So I was 14 at the time. 14. Or 15. So, yeah, this is yeah. about the time that most kids, you know, that aren't, like, already child stars, you know what I mean, like, kind of discover theater, you know, and everything. Right, right. Um, what got you into film? That happened, um, well, I would say that I got really inspired by certain movies as growing while I was growing up. Uh, Moulin Rouge is a film that really affected me and I thought if I could do something like that if I could bring my storytelling to such a broad bigger audience the way the film can versus theater which is is a beautiful form of storytelling but it's a very small audience because it's the audience there in the moment Uh, but with film you can reach every corner of the world potentially so I got really inspired by Moulin Rouge and then went to college and started doing student films at Chapman University where I got my BFA. And that was when I started really enjoying the film acting process as well, which is, it's it's still like the crux. It's still acting. It's still based in the same kind of thought, school of thought that the theater acting is. It's just a different methodology, I would say. Oh, great. All right. Um, well, our uh, my my co-host is on right now, so let me bring her on. Uh, hey, Laura. Oh, great. Are you on? Hey, hey guys, what's up? Hey, hi. <laughs> How are you doing, Rachel? Uh, so yeah, I'm excited. I uh, I'm ready to to you know. I'm glad you're here. I nice to <laughs> phone meet you. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah, uh, I noticed like you guys both have like like a bunch of mutual friends too uh, that we all do like have the same a lot of a lot of the same friends and it's just such a small like community of uh, yeah you know uh, just filmmakers and actors you know these days so that's just great yeah for sure yeah um now uh, I want to ask uh, how did like like what actor or actress or anybody like inspires you as an actress yourself I for me oh for her I oh no like, for her. Uh, yeah um I, I I well I have a few actors that really inspire me um I really love Amy Adams um I think that she has a really interesting career and how she ended up where she is now is really fascinating. I think Jessica Chastain is incredible and kind of underrated. Um, and I love the types of roles she chooses. Um, and I'm really, uh, I really like Leonardo DiCaprio. I think he's extremely talented. He's just so interesting to watch. Yeah, definitely. Um, Laura, do you do do you like those uh, those uh, actors as well? Yeah, I I definitely agree with you know Leonardo DiCaprio and his work and everything that he's done. I mean, every you can tell 
you know, he really, he's not method, but he, he what we were talking about um, a few, and not last week, I think it was uh, the week before John on our show about the whole, you know, um, uh, method, different scheme when people are method acting and when they're not. And I think um, Leonardo is one of those actors that uh, is kind of like, um, at least how I work, which is kind of, you know, you you do your homework, you do your research, you know what you're doing, and, you know, an hour or two hours or the day before you, you film, then you get fully immersed. And But he's able, he's really good at being able to pull himself away and have his life away from mm, his character. Mm-hmm. So he gets on he gets on set, he does his thing, and then he goes home. And, and, and I'm really big on that. You know, I'm really, that, that's harder than if you're just constantly in your character for, you know, weeks on end or whatever. And so I've applauded I've him on being able, kind of like Meryl Streep, being able to kind of just show up, do your work, and, and, and uh, do it well, and be able to go home and have a natural, balanced lifestyle. And, and that's one of the reasons why I love following, following Leo and his career, because he's very, he keeps that. He keeps that balanced life, which is great. He's also so proactive just in the political sphere too, which I really, um, which I think kind of shows what you're saying. Like it's another indicator of kind of what you're saying that he doesn't just let his work um, penetrate into the rest of his life. He's able to do other stuff outside of being on set, outside of being in the character. Yes, exactly. Exactly. well, okay, so this this brings up an interesting idea or topic or whatever for definitely uh for you rachel to to uh you know to answer or whatever your thoughts but like um i've I've noticed like you've mentioned Jessica Chastain, and I've noticed like recently she got into the whole thing with like i guess Tarantino's thing you know with um Uma mm. Thurman and she was taking Uma Thurman's side and stuff like that. And I feel like sometimes, and I mean, this is just me as an outsider since I'm not part of that, you know, that Hollywood elite, you know, group, you know, all those people. But when I see that kind of stuff, like people taking sides or saying this or, or you know what I mean, like, um, I, I almost get kind of like, you know, kind of pushed back from that. You know, and I feel like Twitter is a problem more than anything because it gives everybody a voice and everybody a chance. What do you think, Rachel, about the, like, just people just speaking their minds too much on Twitter? I mean, I think there's a delicate balance for sure. I think that everyone is given an opportunity to express what they believe, right, with Twitter, which um, – if you agree with what they say, you're probably like, yay, look at you, continue to say your mind. But if you disagree, you're like, oh, no, why are you saying that? Um, <laughs> so I think that, you know, of course there's going to be frustration from someone regarding whatever you say on the Internet. Um, however, um, these actresses, actors, directors, uh, I mean, even you guys with your talk show, to a degree, you're, like, given a platform and uh, you don't have to use it to to do kind of, like, spark social change. Um, But I don't fault anybody for using it for that either. I think that, you know, it's their prerogative and they will probably have some negative ramifications from that from certain demographics. But, you know, you can't make everyone happy all the time. I think trying to make everyone happy all the time is going to make you really – disappointed and frustrated. 
Yeah, for sure. And I'm I'm one of those people, and I was actually talking to Jonathan about this recently, um, that I I tend to frustrate other people because I am so uh, I distance myself so much. I, you know, I don't I don't suck up to anybody, or I I don't you know I'm not going to be friends with you because I want something. You know, like I'm I'm mm-hmm. friends with you, and and a lot of people you know so it's like there's some people like I I love that I work with in film, and I and I just never reach out to them unless I'm working with them again or unless it's just like I want to make sure they're okay. But I I'm not going to purposely reach out to them to check up to them for something. I'm going to reach out to them because I just care. And um, there's a big difference in that. And, and, and in Los Angeles, uh, a lot of, there's a lot of that, um, I'm going to be friends with you. Or I, you know, When I was in New York City, um, cause that's where I was trained is in New York, and um, there is a lot of that there, too. So it doesn't matter where you are. It's just this industry is filled with a lot of people that are thinking, if I'm, you know, I'm going to be friends with you because you can give me something, you know. And, and I mm-hmm. just get tired so I distance myself a lot, and so a lot of people get a little frustrated because I'm like, well, you know, I, I am busy. I'm doing my team because, you know, I co-host with John now, which has been really fun, but leave me and John that through because, you know, I'm, I'm working on, you know, I have like five feature films being released this year alone, and, and it's like I, I'm too busy to um, try to even think about sucking up to someone to get, you know what I mean? It's like too much work for right, me. Right, right. <laughs> Well, and even then, regardless, you don't have to. Like your your work speaks for itself. Obviously, yeah. you've got like that's working because you have such an incredible year coming up. Um, so, I, I mean, yeah, I think that's like across the sphere of just like humanity is like pe- there's going to be a cross section of people that use others for their own yeah. gain, right? And right. in an industry where that's very, like filled with a lot of narcissistic, ego-driven people, just because of you kind of have to be like, you kind of have to think you're pretty awesome, I think, to like want to be put in, on, on stage in front of everybody else. I think there is a little bit of narcissism as, in being an actor. However, the degree of that can, can vary greatly to the point where some are incredibly irritating um, and I think yeah. that, that that's where you see a little bit of that, like, sycophant quality from some certain people in the industry. Yeah. And yeah, on that definitely. note, like, how, how is, how, oh, sorry, John, go ahead. Oh, I uh, know. Uh, you go ahead, Laura. Um, well, I was going to say, like, on that note, like, um, for you, Rachel, like, how um, how has your, with, you know, especially with everything going on, I don't know if this was discussed before I, I jumped on here, but um, like, how how do you feel with you? You know, in in the film industry, like, have you had a success a successful run, and have you been able to work with great people? And like, has it been a good experience for you as a as a female actor? I have had I've been incredibly uh, uh, blessed with certain opportunities, and then there were other opportunities that I thought was going to change my life that never panned out. Um, mm-hmm. but I don't look at those things for a while. I looked at that, like it was a, a feature that I was in that never was released. I spent a lot of time and energy, um, shooting it. And, um, 
as as the lead actress. And for a long time, I had a lot of resentment about it because I was like, well, if only this had happened, then I could have, you know, why did I spend all this time and energy? I could have been working on other projects. But I look at that time now and I think how much I grew as an actor, just my work, the, the learning how to be on set, the work ethic of doing a feature like that, um, really prepared me to do like the campus is, was the most exhausting experience I have ever done in, because it's just me on screen for the majority of the time. And yeah. that is incredible, but it's also physically taxing and emotionally taxing. And I, you know, part of me wonders like if I hadn't had that failed feature experience before, would I have been mentally or physically prepared for what that meant to be on set like that? Right, exactly. Well, it is so funny that you mentioned that because, like, two of the questions I was going to ask you about the campus are actually two Mm -hmm. questions that you just answered. Um, (laughs) You know, one of them was how difficult was the role of Morgan for you? And did you learn anything from that performance or film that has helped you with future roles? You Mm -hmm. literally just answered both of those questions in that, (laughs) like, that one answer. (laughs) Morgan was challenging because she's by herself the whole time, but she, as far, I mean, I should say, like, it was challenging for me as an actor, but the character herself is not challenging. Um, I found a lot of myself in her, which I really like. I also love the film deals with this woman who's grieving her father and is, I think she really wishes she had reconciled with him before he died. And um, I really wanted that, theme to kind of come across throughout the film of this idea of, of uh, regret that, that she never reached out to him prior to his death and now she's kind of dealing with some of the ramifications of that um, uh, and well, then I mean, the I, other I part feel, of that I felt question, bad for your character I was, I was just going to say I feel bad for your character I'm sorry for interrupting yeah. you but um, no, no, uh, because because the thing is like, you know, after after watching that movie, I, I started thinking about it, but I'm like, um, like, I don't, uh, obviously your character was estranged, like your character kind of distanced yourself from your father, and then he kind of like, in a way, inadvertently makes you a part of his life again, but in like a right. horrible way, like kind of the worst, <laughs> you know, like you have to deal with all this like kind of you have, you know you have to deal with dying over and over again um yeah. and i was just like watching that movie going i feel so horrible that like he kind of puts you through all that crap when you're you know like i guess it's you know it's um i guess you would look at it as it was you know um you uh you learning uh, you know taking the lesson from you know um like having a hard lesson to learn from it but like that was just it was just harsh for me to kind of watch it because I was like, oh man, like I feel bad for uh, for Morgan the whole time. Like she has to do with all yeah, the stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, he uh, his character at the start, he he had his own hubris. You know, I mean, there's that flashback beginning where he's first uh, encountering the devil, and he negotiates with him and says, okay, I'll give you my firstborn. Because at, at the time, of course, never thought he'd have it. I think that shows a lot of, like, 
hubris on his part. He's like, ah, you know, all I need is money. I don't need to worry about anything else, any potential issues in my future. Um, That definitely is a mistake, I guess you could say, on his part that then gets, like, transferred to me, and then I have to do this uh, terrible, torturing experience. Um, (laughs) I think that it's – I like the fact that you feel bad for Morgan because I think at the start she's not a very likable character in the film at the beginning. She's kind of bratty. She's like at this funeral and not really kind to her sister. No one's really kind to her. And she's just like, it makes you almost not feel so bad the first time she dies. I I like that. But then she gets her humanity back and she redeems herself, I think. And, it's a it's a not a black and white kind of situation, which I really appreciated. That's something the director really wanted, um, and we had talked about that in um, our pre-production rehearsals to give her make her more likable by the end, but to and definitely have that arc where she starts out in this entitled version of herself. But then she does kind of need to learn a lesson too. Right. Um, Jason is coming on the show, by the way, on March 2nd. Wow. Uh, we just talked about that oh, today. So, yeah, good. so I'm excited to chat with him, you know. Uh, he, uh, just, I, I want to pick his brain about it because, yeah, may have to watch it again just to, you know, make sure. Uh, but, yeah, it, it is, it is a wonderful, like, like you said, it, at first you don't like her at all, and you really don't. Like, you're like, okay, so she's kind of like a, a bitch and then all of yeah. a sudden you know she dies the first time comes back and then you're like okay so it's almost like she gets like a second third fourth you know chance to kind of keep yeah. winning the audience over and they do it so well where I actually do like I said I do care for her enough where I'm just like oh you know I want her to survive this and figure out how to do that you know and I don't know how anybody writes that and does that so I'll, I'll definitely uh, I can't wait to talk to Jason about that because that'll be <laughs> that'll be fun to kind of figure out if there was if there was something that he learned that could uh, help uh, other screenwriters out with that um, right right Laura, Laura do you have any more questions I mean I I just I I'm like, no, I honestly was just going to say, you know, the campus, for one, uh, for everyone listening out there, I'm just going to do a shout out. It's beautifully shot and it's well written. And um, I just can't wait. I hadn't finished it. I only got like 45 minutes through and I'm I'm dying to finish it. I'm actually going to finish it tonight because it's one of, I feel like it's one of those films that it like, it catches, it pulls you in. You know, it has like, this nice start, but then you're like, wait a minute, I need to figure out what's going on, what's going to happen next, you know, so you want to keep watching. But um, for you, um, Rachel, I was just going to, you know, um, ask, is there anything, like, do you do anything, um, I know you're an actress and you're amazing um, in your role in this film, and I'm sure you're amazing in other films and all. Well, thank Definitely you. Definitely have to check out your other work. Um, and you're very beautiful. I'm going to say that to everyone out there. She's really oh, thank you. <laughs> um, and my boyfriend's like, why is she saying that? <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I, I just wanted to ask, um, do you do anything more than that? Do you also like to, you know, write and get into it yourself? Uh, yeah, actually. Um, 
as a kid, that was what I wanted to be first was a writer. And mm-hmm. I was really into reading and I was really in, involved with these characters in my head. I was always very like falling into my imagination. Um, and I wrote um, several no- novels when I was a kid, actually. Um, I was kind of born to be a storyteller. It translated into the screen, and now I've written a couple things for the screen, but I've now um, started a writer's workshop uh, with my production company and Gas Mini Pictures, who produced the campus. Um, And I will be writing my first series that will star me. I will be writing my first feature that will star me. Um, I also am a producer. Um, I'm just ready to create and tell the stories through whatever way possible. Nice. Beautiful. I love that. Yeah. That's, uh, you know, it's great to see uh, actors that, you know, get into other avenues. You know, some go right into directing, some go into writing and producing, you know, either whatever, you know, other stuff. And I think that is a wonderful talent to have basically you know not just being able to to act but being able to bring it also behind the camera and stuff like that i just so um what uh do you have any projects you can talk about that are uh that are that you're writing at this moment or that you're having come out uh well i produced and starred in a short film called The After Party and we uh, are going to be premiering at a festival this spring. We aren't able to say which one yet because they haven't announced the uh, lineup, but um, it's a Twilight Zone-esque short uh, about this social media queen who kind of gets her comeuppance at the end. Um, It's shot in black and white. It's a film noir style. Beautifully, the cinematography in it is beautiful um, it's another character where I'm playing where I'm not likable, oddly enough. I can, well, in the rest of my career, I play like very likable girl next door type characters, and um, the campus I'm slightly deviating from that, you know, with how she starts out, but then the arc kind of comes back around. But the, in the after party, this short, I am not likable at all through the whole thing. Um, <laughs> which is just, you know, it's kind of fun to, to, to stretch my muscles in that way and to grow other parts of me and let other parts of me that I don't really like to show to the world because they're scary and mean, you know, and have that be what people see. Absolutely. Right. Because that is, you know, and that's got to be tough, though. Like, when you are yourself, you seem really sweet and down to earth and really, you know, uh, you're yourself but like you're gonna have to play somebody who's either like mean or unlikable or whatever is it is it tough for you to kind of get into that mindset like do you have to like think of like mean people or something or what do you what do you do to to Um, do that stuff well here's the thing i think that have a lot of darkness in them i'm saying that like everybody right so like even though i have this I, I choose to, to live in positivity, and I succeed in doing that the majority of the time. Sometimes I, this is Rachel speaking, sometimes I don't succeed in that. Um, the characters I play, because they, the, a lot of characters are similar to me, will kind of be in that vein of, of life. 
However, it's not like it's hard to kind of open up the darkness inside because we all have our demons. Um, and I think part of acting is letting the world see your demons and being enti- entirely vulnerable and somehow knowing it's going to be okay. Like, I can play someone who's a terrible human being, and I know that my fan base isn't going to be like, oh, Rachel's a terrible human being, because they know that I'm just trying to tell a story and and hopefully shed some light on some darkness that's in the world. Yeah, totally. That's that's a great answer. Thank you. Um, Sure. (laughs) All right, well... uh... We've got about uh, two more minutes till like it, it, it ends live or so. Um, <laughs> is there any anything you wanna you wanna talk like do you wanna give uh, give a shout out or or do you wanna do you wanna give a shout out or anything or um, or like t- um, uh, tell people where they can reach you social media wise? Sure, sure, yeah. So um, I'm pretty easy to find. I'm on Instagram, actress Ray Chi, R A C H I E. I am on Facebook, Rachel Amanda Bryant. I'm on Twitter, Rachel A. Bryant. Uh, connect with me. I love to um, chat with my fans. I've, the campus has really broadened my fan base, and I've grown a lot of really great – I've gotten to know a lot of really great people that have seen the movie. Um, and I'll give a special shout-out to the cast and crew, the rest of the cast, and then the crew of the campus, just because this experience, I can feel it changing my life. It did change my life, and I'm excited to see what happens next. And I could not have done it with them without them putting their heart and soul into the project. So I am eternally grateful to them. All right. Uh, Laura, did you have any last words to ask, uh, uh, Rachel? Um, I, well, I mean, I don't want to uh, get out of time. I mean, I, I would just uh, like to say, you know, again, thank you for coming on the show. And, um, I, and to everyone out there, if you haven't gotten a chance, go watch the campus. And um, oh, oh, where can they find it online? Where can people go see it? Oh, yeah. We are on Amazon. So do a search on Amazon Instant. Uh, we are called The Campus. Amazon instant, and then watch it, and then leave a review. Why not, right? Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Uh, <laughs> Thank you guys so much. This is so much fun. Yeah, I was wondering why you asked me if I, like, you're saying that I, I mean, I guess I could write a review, even though I, I interviewed you, because, you know, I, I am just a viewer, you know, who just happens to get some more information from you personally, but yeah. I, uh, Make you write. Write a review for her. Do it now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you write a review, you. then I'll be ha- ha- uh, so so happy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, definitely. Because uh, yeah, you should do it too, Laura. If you're gonna make me do it. Oh, I'm only gonna do it. Are you kidding me? I want to do it at six a.m. I wake up at six a.m. when we do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going to finish um, the movie, and I'm going to write the best review of my life. Woohoo! All right. Well, <laughs> oh, yeah, the best review. All right. But then, yeah, you can't top that after that one, right? Like, that's it. You know, after that, I you have to retire from doing reviews. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, 
Well, once again, thank you, Rachel, so much. You're uh, you're very lovely. Yeah, thank you, guys. Uh, thank uh, you. Um, and everybody, check out. Um, well, uh, we're, I'm gonna be on tomorrow night with uh, let's see, Samantha, Caitlin, and uh, Jenny Janetti will be on here. Um, fortunately, Laura cannot make it tomorrow night, but she'll be back next week um, for sure. Um, and I'm not sure who we have next week yet. But there's only going to be one show on Thursday, and then um, on the following Friday, we start doing just Fridays until the end of the show. So, uh, right. so Laura, I already mentioned that we're doing all about acting and that you're yes. going to be a part of it now and everything. So. Yes. I'm so excited. It's going to be the best show. I am really excited for it. So I'm really looking forward to that, you guys. What? Yeah, I'm looking so looking forward to listening to that. That sounds awesome. Yeah, I'm so excited. When John contacted me about this, I was just like, "Yes, I am. I am down. I am so down." Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Just any chance to get any actor on on, on um, anyone that's out there that follows the show that you know in acting and or wants to even get into it, call in. We can answer your questions. We can help you. We can answer anything you need. Um, but it's going to be one of those shows where I just like anybody is, that's anybody can call, you know, to be a part and be and be a part of the show. Yeah, and we, you know, we actually you, already you know. got, we've got three guests lined up so already. So, you know, people calling, yeah. wanting to come on and, and chat with us. So um, yeah, that would be great. Awesome. Um, so Perfect. it's going to be kind of like this show except all about acting. Literally, like, and, and title, also, you know. I'm gonna swear like every two seconds. So I'm just kidding. I'm not. I'm just maybe a little. You can if you want. I mean, it's gonna be rated R, so it's all right. But you know, um, uh, just like this show is. Um, we should do a thing where we get people. I was gonna say I could do it, but we get people to like speak a monologue when they call in. They can like perform a monologue on the show. Ooh, oh, crazy. Anyway. Could be good. See, see, she's got all these ideas. This is why I chose my <laughs> co-host because you got all these freaking ideas. So we'll we'll, we'll chat about them because that's a good idea. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, you can do it. I'm not gonna do one, but um, I'm you, you should maybe totally I'll do one. one. Oh, <laughs> people can write in and send me monologues they want me to perform, and I'll perform a different monologue every week. There you go. Oh my god! Oh my goodness, that's awesome. All right, yes, yeah, I love it too. All right, we gotta start <laughs> writing this stuff down. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, and and Rachel, you'll definitely be on our show for that for for sure. We'll have you come back. Oh yeah, back awesome! On and, I think that'd be uh, fun. So fun. Yeah. <laughs> maybe we'll uh, maybe she'll make you do a monologue. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know. I gotta figure out my monologue now, you guys. <laughs> No, That'll be great. Send in. They tell people like the oh, viewers have to send in, and like you know, they surprise us. Like they 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 pick the monologue we have to perform. So it's like we can't, you know, there's no preparing really. You know, it's just like they right, send it in. Right. Okay, but that's that's what's gonna be fun. It's like you completely blow it. It would be fun, you know. I mean, like just to yeah. do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's it's not about it's not about doing it like the greatest or whatever. It's about having fun and enjoying it and, oh, yeah, you know, still sure. trying to make yes. it, you know, work. Absolutely. Well, yes. All right. Well, uh, thank you uh, once again. And uh, it was lovely talking to you. And 
awesome. And, yeah, awesome uh, talking to you guys. Be... Thank you. Absolutely. All right, Rachel and Laura will be ch- chatting soon about all that stuff. But um, <clears throat> uh, everybody have a great uh, night, and I'll see you guys tomorrow. Okay. Bye. 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 Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.